Welcome, it's SV Pod. Stanford Steve's got another podcast to go do, so we got a chop chop camp pelt on the double. You recording, Rockhold? Okay, it's important. We have precious time. Time's a wasting with the big man. The bad, the bad news in the summer is there's topics are limited, uh, and but the good news was it turned into a dad pod, swim meet pod, big time. The good news now is there are topics everywhere. The challenge, I think, Steve, is providing for our listeners some sort of focused content here because there is so much that's interesting very early on in this college football season and the NFL season that we could begin anywhere. I'm going to defer to you. you want to I, think that, I, I think it should be up to the host. He's the, he's the driver of the car. Look, week one – and we're talking before Baltimore and the Vegas Raiders play. Mm-hmm. We've got some snapshots. I'll get to that. The fact that Helton got fired at USC this afternoon, uh, I feel like is the most interesting place to start. Two weeks in a row. First, the Edsel News. <laughs> now this. They got shut out by Purdue last week. Yeah. yeah that over is not going to get there, big boy. No, we knew that. Uh, yeah. We knew that after Holy Cross. All right. People have asked. I, I feel like every week from now on, at some point, I'm just going to go. Da, 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 da. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, and I always lose it there. I run out of gas for this for the axle screen. That's. That's been Rome's music forever. We're not allowed to have music, but am I allowed to pretend to do Welcome to the Jungle music? Yeah. How's that work? Sure. All right. Well, I just did. All right. Wob, you're welcome. This Helton news is interesting. I've written one big thing about it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, not just specific to USC, because it's about college football. And it's about what happens in college football when you have mattered at the level USC has mattered. And you could say it about Texas, Nebraska, Miami. Florida State, Michigan, Tennessee. Uh, those, those, are, those are the list of the people I think of who in the last 20 years and change mm-hmm. have, been big, have been big time players. And like SC hadn't been terrible. Their, their AD came out last year to say he was behind Helton and Helton went six and three since then. Mm-hmm. They're out. And they got stomped by your boys the other night. I defer mm-hmm. to you first with this. Given where Stanford was after getting beaten pretty soundly by Kansas State, how surprised were you by what they did in the Coliseum to the Trojans? Um, knowing and talking to Stanford folks and and knowing from what I know about David Shaw, like I, I wasn't that surprised. I really wasn't. Um, all the talks have been about Tanner McKee. When you go look at the quarterback rankings in his class, he's right up there. He goes and does his mission. And, you know, then he comes to camp and it's like, all right, here's here. It's his time. And when I think of David Shaw, I think of him as being as strict a guy as there is. When most it comes conser- to the guy. Most, so conservative to the point that it hurts him, in my opinion. Okay. But this, this is, this is, this is before the game starts. I'm talking about what he asked his quarterbacks to do when to to win a job and that's why coming in out of camp i'm reading everything and it's like mckee just he just he can't do it 
he can't do it. And I'm like, this is going to be a sense of he's going to have to be the guy that when he gets his opportunity, he's going to prove it on the field. And, and a lot of times Shaw doesn't give you that opportunity. Um, you got to earn it. And things were so bad against Kansas State that McKee comes in and he plays well, outperforms West, he gets the job. Now you get the full deal of the Stanford offense with a guy that's capable of and his head coach has confidence in. And that's why I'm not surprised. They got some nice pieces, man. And West couldn't do – he just couldn't do it. He can't do it. Uh, he's been given opportunities. And Stanford comes out with a win. I mean, that's, a, that's as motivated as an as a, as a opportunity you're going to get for a Stanford team being embarrassed like that, knowing how great it is to go to the Coliseum and win and having that opportunity. And they just snatched it up like nothing. I mean, they balled out. Yes, they did. They were the better team. They, their, their athletes looked better than SC's. I think it was, look, it was, that's the eye-opening, jarring thing to see the Coliseum half filled, to see him get stomped at home as a 17-point dog. Um, and yet Plaschke wrote in the Times that it's, it's time now. And let me make this really clear. I don't care. Like, you want to fire him? Fire him. Like, I, I'm not opposed to this. I'm not, this isn't me on some sanctimonious moral high ground about, do whatever you want with your program. This is me saying to anybody that's been something that you're not anymore. Be careful. You got to, you got to really, you got to be reasonable about where you are and that that Texas game was 2006, man. Okay. That's 15 years ago. You haven't played in the playoff. And outside of Pete Carroll, since the legends McKay and Robinson moved on, Pete and that era. And don't forget, no one wanted Pete. When they got him, he wasn't some hot shot hire. Like, th this was a guy that had failed in the NFL. Mm -hmm. He wasn't seen as some, some grand slam. It just, they got the grease hot man in it. And, and make no mistake, when they were the thing, they ran L.A. And I get aspiring to be what you've been in your past. I don't fault you for trying to go be it again. Go be it. Mm -hmm. But if you're not, <laughs> and if you look at the look at how many places, how many guys, the Tennessees, the Miamis, the Nebraskas, the Michigans, look, they, look at who they've been through. Florida State, you know, I mean, it's Taggart and it's, Al Golden and it's Mike Riley and it's however many guys, Butch Jones. I mean, you, you've taken swings and, and it just, it's not always as simple as that. Having said all this, and I'm sorry, I'm rambling, but I'm just thinking out loud. SC is in a different position than anybody else. Cause they're in Los Angeles, California. And I don't feel like there's as big an obstacle in their way, Steve, Cristobal at Oregon, big win last week. Salute to them. Uh, Good to see Chip going with UCLA. That'd mm -hmm. be fun for them to matter. But even when they're hot, SC's still the brand in that town. Mm -hmm. So SC, unlike some of these others, I don't feel like have as many hurdles. I feel like they've got more of an on-ramp to, to maybe passing some of the traffic. I just don't think it's as simple as saying, well, the guy that was 40 and 22, well, that wasn't good enough. We want, the, we want to get back to what Pete had. That ain't happening. It just isn't. It's not how it works. I, I all right. I don't. I, I just don't understand. Like, are you saying they shouldn't fire Helton? No, I'm saying don't just assume. Like, I, I, I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying do whatever you want. Yeah. But but outside of Pete Carroll, 
since 1983 with Paul Hackett and people like that. Uh-huh. Like, this guy, Helton, this is what you've been. This is mm-hmm. who you've been. A good team who wins more games than you lose. But you think, so you think, what are you going to do? Call Urban Meyer? They tried that. Didn't work. They couldn't get him. Like, I, I don't know who, if they, do they have a guy on the line? Yeah, I see all the names. You know, Franklin, Campbell, Fickle, because the AD was at use at Cincinnati. That'd be a hell of a hire. Is Fickle losing this, leaving the Midwest to go out there? I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying, thinking, I, I think USC could find themselves where Florida State and Nebraska and Texas and Michigan and Miami and all these once greats can find themselves, which is in a frustrated place five years from now where they're not what they thought they were going to be. Look at Florida State. They lost at Jacksonville State the other night. I mean, mm-hmm. look at Nebraska. You guys didn't like Mike Riley. You know how many games Frost has got to win to be as bad as, as you said Riley was? He's got a better record. Mm-hmm. I, I, all I, I'm just saying when you do these things, you do it with the, th- the thought that it's going to be better than it's been. I just don't think it's as easy as just assuming that it will be. No. Yeah, I agree. It's not, nothing's easy. I just don't like, I just get the sense you think he, they should have held on to him. And I uh, listen, I backed up Clay Helton more than anybody. I, I thought I go back to the success. They were right there um, going, you know, beating Barkley in that amazing Rose bowl and then getting blasted in Darnold's last game in that cotton bowl. I was at that game and it wasn't pretty. And that's where you saw the difference of when I go back to it, these five schools. And since the playoffs started, there's not a lot of teams that have made it. So with the playoff deal, I get it. But it it is SC. There is a prestige there. When it's rolling, there's nothing better in the conference. I have a question for you with this SC trying to chase the best they ever were. Is Maryland basketball still trying to chase Juan Dixon years? Of course. But Okay. of course. And so everybody does it. There, I'm not. Please don't hear me saying this as if I don't know that everyone does it. The difference is that Maryland, and I've said this, all you need is one. Like <laughs> I was in the building in 2002. If it never happens again, when I'm an old man, I'll still be smiling and nodding and going, I was there when they did it. Yeah. And of course you want to. Do, I, I'm not saying you shouldn't aspire to be great. Of course you should. And, and, and I'm not saying they should have kept Helton. It became untenable. It was clear that, the, like, you've lost L.A. But do you just think they're going to get it back now? It's harder. The Dodgers are better now. The Lakers are better now. You've got two NFL teams, one of whom, I don't know if the Chargers have any fans there. You had a bunch of fans here in Washington yeah. on Sunday. That was an interesting – that was like, where the hell did these people come from? They're not in Los <laughs> Angeles. Like, I don't know – I don't know uh, – how many NFL fans are there in that city? And again, when they were rolling, they had LA. It was their city. They were the biggest stars in town. And it was awesome. And of course, if you've been that, you was, you want to be that again. And Saban's proof that you can do it. Go out. They got it. They, they hired a guy that's better than Bear Bryant. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Like that's proof you can do it. But Michigan hired a Harbaugh, a Michigan man. He's over against Ohio State. Nebraska mm-hmm. got Frost. I don't know how many games under 500 he is, but he's got to get back to 500 to be as bad as Riley. I'm just, all I'm saying is that the sense that because you were once more than you feel like you are now, 
man, it's just, it's just hard. I think if anyone can, can do it easier than somebody else, it would be SC. No doubt. SC is still an entity. I understand where you're coming back with the pro teams, uh, but SC is SC. And I also think what, hold on. Once you lose, once you lose that vibe, once you lose what you were when Snoop and Farrell and every Hollywood types on the sidelines, once you lose the buzz, it's, it's like being a hotspot. And I've never lived in out in LA, but I know what it is. Like whether it's New York city or Vegas, like when you're the spot, you're the spot. Yeah. If you lose it, do you ever become the spot again? It's hard to do. It now is. I'm talking about I'm talking about restaurants and nightclubs. I mean, this is a program, and you could. There's no reason they can't be they can't be great again. I, I'm I'm just saying, like when I read like Plastic. So you're Empire, saying you're saying USC is the Hard Rock of the '90s in Vegas. Yes, when that place was like when you were at rehab on a Sunday back in the day, there was nothing like that. Well, now I think it's closed. It's reopened, I, and they're trying to get back to that Hard there Rock. There you go. And what I remember. <laughs> And some of it's foggy is that when it was cooking, bro. Wow. Wow. Those were the days. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. It's hardly USC specific. Everybody yep. that's been... You made the good point with Maryland, and 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 Maryland's hardly USC. They had they had one. They had two Final Fours in a row, won a title, and and to this day, you still have Maryland fans that aren't that aren't satisfied with the state of affairs. You you aspire to be more than than your current station is. Uh, and, and again, I'm this is the last time I'm going to make this point. I have zero issue with USC doing it. I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. everybody knows Clay Helton is a great man. Everyone says he's a wonderful person. Uh, he'd lost the fan base and they just got stomped. And if you're going to do it, then, okay. I just, I, I, I'll say this. If you, if, if you posted odds, is the next guy going to be better or worse than 40 and 22 in his next 62 games? I'll take worse. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I think I, it's, I, I get you. That's, I think and it's that- harder. It's he, and he, and he's never going to be Pete Carroll. Never. No, no. So, so just, just, be realistic about what you're signing up for, but asking a college football fan to be realistic about anything. Um, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, it doesn't buy, I don't care if I'm wrong. I just I, I, go get the best guy and, and be great. It's fun when you are. And and that's what I get to Scott with this is the, 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 the nobody is realistic. Look no. at it. Nick Saban, Dabo, Mac Brown, Ed Orgeron. I believe those are the only guys coaching in the sport that have won a title. That's it. There's four. Four. Right, because because well, right because Les yeah because Les isn't coaching anymore. Um, think about that. Well, Urban's yeah. gone. Herb, you right. know, it's 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 four of them. That's it. Right. It's it's look. It's it's hard to do, and 
but if you have at some point along the way, it, it's it's what you you know want to be. No one wants to go. Hey, you know, it'd be fun going out of the Alamo Bowl. That's what we're looking to do. We'll lose four or five. We'll go. That's it's a good. We'll take a trip. The band will go. Kids will get some swag, get some hats, some cards to Dave and Buster's. It's a good time. <laughs> um, I will say it, it's still pretty fun to beat SC. It is. It's it's a good feeling. Real did, good feeling. Did you stay up until two twenty eight oh, East Coast time? Oh, you did. Can we you? not promote a game that's going to be on your network at ten thirty, and you start a major league baseball game at eight o'clock? Can we? Can we? Can we get into two thousand twenty one with this, please? Steve, I mean, we, Steve, oh my lord! Steve, on Sunday hey, night. Hey. On Sunday yeah. night, we followed. We followed Yankees Mets only because the eleven o'clock never even got on the air. So I, yep. I, I think we all understand every network and we're just as guilty, whether it's we you put a three, mm. you, you have a three o'clock window from one to four or 12 to three for a college football game. There's no chance in hell the game's over at three bells. None. Hey, None. Rockhold, what time did that big noon game start? Ohio State. What time did that kick off? I don't know what game you're talking about. It, but <laughs> no game. What do you, I don't know what you're talking about. Look at them. Look at them. How about still, the Pac-12 coming in and and. You, the ducks ruffled your feathers. I, I, I was just a beat down. You know what's so interesting is that everybody was was freaking out because that rook, uh, rookie, the freshman backer didn't play and Thibodeau didn't play. That wasn't mm-hmm. the defense anybody needed to worry about. I mean, that Ohio State, like you know, silver bullets, this and that. Like you guys got pros every year. We understand it, but I mean, Oregon did what it wanted. That was the eye opening part to me. And totally, Scott. But I I look back at that game. And look at how good Oregon had to be to win on the road in that environment. Yep. They were as good as you could be, and they still almost had to go to overtime to win that game. Which is exactly what the professional team from the state of Ohio oh, found out oh, on Sunday. Oh, 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 I've been oh, thinking about it. We talk, we're talking Monday afternoon. The Chiefs are the worst team in sports to play against. The worst. Because Cle- because Cleveland was not flawless, but damn close to it. They're scoring oh. on every they're scoring on every possession. They're playing confidently. They're not turning the ball over. They're getting the Chiefs nope. off the field. Sometimes you're going to have to deal with Mahomes doing ridiculous stuff, which he does. Uh, you know, you've got him off his you got him off his platform. Doesn't matter. You look like you got him sacked. No, he scored. But man, it, and it's San Francisco was better than them for the bulk of the Super Bowl that they lost to him. And then it's one play to Tyreek Hill, and that whole mm-hmm. game turned. Whole game turned. And Sunday, again, the Browns had just scored to go back up nine. And and Mahomes <laughs> joked about it. Like I think he said sometimes it'd be what it'd be, or something to that point, just joking around about with Mahomes. When you see Tyreek, he's like, You see that little guy, you just gotta throw it to him. And and it Tim Hasselback was here, made the must point. be nice, right? Well, but the point is, it wasn't a good throw, it was an underthrow that was behind him. But Tyreek and Mahomes have you so freaked out, the DB gets somewhat turned around, kind of overruns it. And once Hills caught it, you're not catching him. And no. then you, oh, you punt, then you punt for the first time of the day in Arrowhead in the fourth quarter, and your punter drops it. You hand them the ball inside the 20, and you still get them to a third down. And then they throw it to 87, and now you're behind. And 
I mean, mm-hmm. flying home, there's no moral victories in the NFL because you've got to win games. But if you're Stefanski and if you're the Browns and you're flying home, I think you should be nodding your head with the satisfaction that, all right, if we see him again, we can play with these guys. And, and I, is that enough? No, you could have won that game. But I think Cleveland leaves there knowing that if, if, if we get in the ring with them again, we can, we can leave a mark on them. They might knock us out. That's okay. But we can leave a mark. You disagree? No, I think they felt that way in the playoffs last year. You well, know, so is out for the whole second half, the though. whole offseason be like, yeah, but you still had your chance right there. Like, I got it. Like, I got it. You were right there. You know, you were right there. And then to still have him back and, and knowing the one thing I, I will give you, you, you killed yourself with the turnovers. Um, and, and that's the stuff, you know, as you say, when you're playing them, you can't have, you, 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 you gotta be mistake free. Well, and I mean, that's asking a lot, man. The NFL, often, so hard. it often comes down to who's got the ball last. Look at the first game of the season. Dak t- t- leads Dallas down the field and led him to a go ahead score. But the mistake, mm-hmm. the mistake that they made, and it's not a mistake. They just couldn't get a first down. Cause it was, they were backed up. They were off schedule, like third and 16 or something. Yeah. They left Brady time. So the, the real result is who got the, who got the ball last. Now Cleveland actually did have the ball, got a stop and got the ball back after they weren't able to do anything with it when they gave the lead up. But I, I was just, I was impressed with the Browns. And again, no doubt. I don't, I don't think that there's a team in, in, in sports that's worse to play against than Kansas city. I mean, if you're in college football, you could say, well, what about Bama? Well, sure. But that's a different deal entirely. They don't beat you the way Kansas City beats you. You, no. you know who you know who Kansas City reminds me of right now? Is Djokovic. Okay, I, he dropped the first set like five straight matches in, in the U.S. Open. But he <laughs> is better than you, and he's going to win. And then, <laughs> then, kind of like the kind of like Djokovic with Medvedev Sunday in the U.S. Open, well, the Chiefs ran into Brady in a, a defense that just didn't blink. And they didn't let Kansas City get back in it. But the statistic of him, when he's got an over 500 record when he's been behind by double digits in, NF- in games in the NFL, where positions are, yeah. uh, possessions are scare- more scarce, it's a joke. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're the hardest team to play against because they'll let you mess around and get happy and think you're in it. And then in a play, you're not. I just I don't know how you deal with them. I don't know how you get them off the field. I don't know how you I don't know how you deal with it. That that was the, that was the game of the day. The Green Bay result was interesting because I'm happy for Jameis. Uh, I'm rooting for the guy. Uh, I think you know you go number one, you get humbled, you come in, you're not named the starter. This sort of Swiss Army knife guy is because Saints have got some cash sunk into him in Taysom Hill. Yeah, but he he earns the job. And he goes out and he plays well, and he plays well in a game where Aaron Rodgers is as bad as he's ever been, which leads to some conspiracy theories that he's trying to try to be the cancer that rots the Green Bay from within. I don't believe he's that committed. I don't think he's Daniel Day-Lewis in character here. But that, I mean, that's as bad as Green Bay is ever going to look on offense. I just don't know one game in what what you're supposed to take from it. I'm comfortable saying Kansas City is the worst team to play against in sports. I've seen it before. <laughs> I, I I think that Green Bay performance is likely a one-off. Okay. Uh yeah, that's interesting. Um because it's 
it's getting to the point where it better be. I don't think people are going to have patience for the one-off with the, with the, with the antics. Um, and I, it, it's, it's, it's a fascinating thing. How so? Because, uh, because, because hold on. When, he, when Rogers got drafted to be Favre's heir apparent, mm-hmm. I think people knew what they had in Rogers. I don't think, I don't think Green Bay fans or LaFleur or anybody else up there can possibly know what they have in love. I don't think anyone's pining away for last year's MVP to, to what? I mean, if, if he stinks again, you know, the, what their cat calls that you want the backup? I don't. I don't know, man. That, that locker room doesn't feel good. I would and, agree with that. And I, it's, I mean, no one has a win in the division, right? So, no, I NFC, mean, it might, NFC it might be time. Winless. Time? I mean, what, what else are you going to do? Like, you, you're going to go on with this whole season with it, with this? And just let him do whatever he wants? And, yeah. and not throw a touchdown pass? Uh, it was one game. One game. All right. You're home against the Lions. I don't Who are you think... playing against in fantasy next week? I play against Rodgers. <sighs> Listen, none of you out there care about any of my fantasy teams, and I don't care about yours, but I just it, I'm, I'm in mourning. I'm in mourning because I, th- I feel like my team stink. Would you rather be the Packers or your fantasy teams? Uh, my fantasy teams because it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> It's not my. It's not my livelihood. It ain't fake to you. It ain't it's, fake to you. Yeah, this hurt I, is real. This hurt is I'll, real. I'll be at my computer tomorrow morning grinding <laughs> over some, grinding over some. I don't even know what it's called. Fab is it? Is that was that the term where you got to bid money in the? Because not every league I play is that. Some of them are just the kind of the uh, waiver claims where it's all based on record, which is that's amateur hour. Um, I got to figure out what I got to. I got to figure out what to do. But here's the thing. When I turn the computer off, that's not my real job. You know, I, I'm not going to. So I'd rather be me in this fantasy thing because I'll I'll be all right. Okay. Here's the good the news. money's already in. The investment's already in. There you go. You and just, we're, 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 watch we're plus you're money for our career. We've go cashed. Go up or down. We cashed a all bunch. Right. And here's the good news for you. This yeah. is a rare Monday, my friend, because we have a Monday night game coming. And there's not going to be any antics from me. I'm not going to be begging for anything. The haze in the barn or the haze on fire in the barn. We can't win any games that we're going to lose. And the game we're going to win, we can't lose. So it's a this is this is probably your one Monday of the year where you just get to be sitting in there with your old buddy Scott just waiting to do a show. No complaining. Isn't that great? We'll just be going through the rundown. Well, every every box will be checked for this show tonight. We'll be good to go. What'd you think of the rookie quarterback Sunday? Uh hmm. I I I, I know I, I sent a uh, tweet out Sunday morning saying I was fascinated to see Jacksonville and Houston because I had no idea what was going to happen, and a lot of that was wanting to see what Trevor Lawrence would look like. Um, you know, everybody's throwing out the has never lost a regular season game at any level. Well, hey, pal, this is Sundays. Um, so I'm pretty sure people are ready to say that. But to see Trevor and his capability of what because I still think they got some like good receivers there. Um, but then like you factor in the urban deal, man, like it's it's really 
really interesting to see what goes down there because, I mean, you read a couple things about the locker room and, and what Urban's trying to do with some college um, ways of doing things, I'll say. That's not uh, work. It's, uh, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think it is, uh, but I think he is obviously smart enough to adapt and, 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 and get this thing going. But you look at the roster, he got the job for a reason. They got the first pick for a reason because they weren't a good football team. So what are, what are, what are they going to become? Um, I just think, Jack, there's, I, I, I think, I think for Jacksonville, the, the thing that makes it unique is that in urban, you've got a guy that was a national championship college coach, not one, but two places. And in uh, Lawrence, you've got a guy that not just didn't just win titles, but went through Bama and shredded him. When it, it, I, that's the only time I've ever seen Bama get his ass kicked. And they got their ass mm. kicked um, since Saban's been there anyway. So you got two guys that come out of college and never lose. And now they're going to lose a lot. And they're probably going to lose badly because the team they just played is supposed to be the worst team in the NFL. Only yeah. what they've got in Tyrod Taylor is a dude who's been through it. Who is, I mean, in the NBA, you talk about like my guy Patrick Beverly, you know, come out the mud and go over and play <laughs> overseas. And you got to really like, I'm not saying Tyrod Taylor is the equivalent of that in the NFL because he was a big time player in college. He was supposed to be a pro, uh, but the journey has been the journey and you're sort of in this backup spot. And then you get a needle last year with the Chargers and you lose your gig to the rookie and they never get back on the field. But he's been through it, man. He's started in NFL games. He knows what it is. And they go out, and I ended up watching a bunch of that because a couple of guys rostered on my teams. <laughs> also, my, my wife's from Jacksonville, so my kids have a bunch of jerseys from Jacksonville. They want to watch the games. <laughs> and, there we go. And, and I just said to my boy, Sam, he's like, Dad, I want to watch Jacksonville. And I, I just said kind of off that. I'm like, Jack, I'm saying, Sam, Jacksonville's horrible. And he's like, wait, why are they horrible? And I'm like, buddy, look, they're just, they're not any good. And I don't think he knew that. And then yeah. as we're watching, Lawrence throws a pick and Sam just goes, daddy, Jacksonville's horrible. I said, nah, don't, don't give up. Don't give up, son. I just, no, it's going to be, no. it's a, it's a challenge for them. I just think their situation because of the coach who now everybody's going to say, when's he leaving for Jack for SC? Mm. I mean, he had his chance. Didn't take it. Um, I mean, they obviously were calling and for whatever reason, I think it's competitive arrogance. You want to see if you can do it at the NFL level. But regardless, no doubt. he's no there, doubt. and they're going to lose a bunch. Because um, if they give up that many to, to Houston, mm. I think that they're going to get they're going to get some big numbers hung on them. Um, I, I felt like, I mean, Mac's in an impossible position because no matter what you do, beca because you're sort of a guy that doesn't have massive physical attributes – and because Belichick likes you, it's like, oh, he's reminds me of Brady. Well, that's bull. Don't do that to him. I mean, mm. there's one Brady. Just let him be whatever he is. Um, he's already got the Belichick down pat afterwards. I wasn't good enough. We lost, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I mean, I think there's a lot people seem to like about him. I think that Wilson's going to lose a lot because the Jets just aren't very good. Becton's hurt now. That's a bummer. Um, yeah. But they fought. They got back in it. Damn near backdoor covered. Um had that and, one on the other TV? Do you have that one again? on the other TV? You yeah, had that one on the other TV? I was just flipping around there. Uh, and then and then with Fields and Lance, you just you, you got especially with with Fields. I mean, they're just they're just gonna people are gonna demand that they play, and eventually they probably yeah. will. Um, but if the Bears defense is gonna get carved up, then it, it's probably not gonna matter what Fields does. 
I just find it interesting you- because this the, the, because this year's class, there's so many guys that came out of high profile programs that we'd seen a lot that we just presume that it will just be a, you know, and, and I shouldn't say that people presume it's just going to be easy. I don't think anyone, I think everyone knows it won't be easy, but I think people are going to be reminded that it's actually really difficult. Mm-hmm. Very few guys. That's why what Herbert did last year was so eye-opening. And I think, in my opinion, looking back, everybody poo-pooed, oh, he's not a leader of men. He's not going to be the guy. It's Tyrod. He kind of took over with zero people thinking he was going to. And then mm-hmm. it was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe this guy's good. And then he he battled. I, I think taking over when you're not thought you're, that you're supposed to be the guy is the way to have it happen. Uh, I think the most alarming thing to me was how Buffalo – got manhandled um you know watching that game and it it goes back to last year with with Pittsburgh and I just felt like like when that decline starts happening you're like you know what their roster is kind of old and I know everybody's looking at Roethlisberger but I look at the offensive line I mean even some of the pieces they've had you know Hayward up front I mean that guy's been playing a long time and then for them to just to go in be down double digits at halftime and just say, you know what, guys, we could take this team's best shot. They can't run the ball on us. And, you know, Ben will figure it out. We get a couple turnovers. And that was, I mean, Mike Tomlin had to be, he'll never let you know, but he was ecstatic with that win yesterday, knowing how, the, like, they just went in there and just took it from Buffalo. And uh, I can't imagine how uh, the water cooler talk was at work offices in Buffalo today because there well, had to be some, a lot I mean, of headaches. They- well, they're yeah, right. As we know, the, the, the mafia up there goes hard. All right. <laughs> really, really hard. Mo- Mondays in Buffalo from September until as long as it goes grim. Mm. But I'm with you. And I, I we wait until later in the year on Sundays to sort of hand out best win, worst loss. The best win yesterday, in my opinion, was that Pittsburgh going in there as a dog to a team that made it to the AFC title game, whose offense was absolutely explosive last year. Uh, Allen's an MVP candidate based on how he performed. He missed a couple. Uh, he had a couple guys mm-hmm. and he missed them. Um, I, I wonder, do you, is, are you pressing a little bit? Who knows? Maybe just miss it. You're allowed to miss a throw. Uh, but yeah. uh, watching that one and you, you always wonder week one, is it, are we going to be slow to start or the offense is going to be sort of pedestrian, but whatever. Then you see like Arizona go to Tennessee. No, maybe not. I mean, Murray looked fantastic. They hung a big number and went and won a bunch of teams that scored a lot of points. That one was, that one felt like a November game already. Uh, Very, very difficult to do anything. I just wonder in Buffalo's case, when you just Pittsburgh's clearly going to try to get Najee to be the guy. Like he, he was on the field for every snap and Mm -hmm. he wasn't able to find much room. Buffalo. They just don't try to run the ball. And that's a yeah. problem. That's a problem. I mean, you gotta, you have to have somebody who at least feels like a threat that Allen can hand it to. Besides him being the guy that just takes off and runs. Yeah, and I, I mean, and I think the world of Dable, the offensive coordinator, he's a legend. When I look, and then when I look at it, it was midway through the third quarter. I think it was, I think it was like sixteen ten, maybe something like that. And Josh Allen had forty one pass attempts midway through the third quarter. And he was their leaders, uh, leading um, leading the team in attempted rushes. That's not a good recipe. Not a good recipe. So uh, I'm really interested to see what Buffalo brings to the table uh, next week, um, seeing how bad they looked, uh, knowing what the expectations was were were. That was uh, that was pretty alarming to me. Um, and uh, I mean, just 
I just think of Tomlin like he no one loves winning games like that more than he does. And no one loves Tomlin more than me. A guy, I just everything he says yeah, and the way he says fact. it, as you know, is my favorite. Uh, just the snapshots, treetop stuff with the AFC West has a chance if the Raiders win at home to be 4-0 because the Chiefs, the Chiefs, Broncos and Chargers all won. Broncos and Chargers both on the road. Uh, if the Ravens were to win, then the AFC North would be 3-1 and with the only loss being Cleveland, who, as we already discussed, went into an incredibly difficult environment and battled until the very end and uh, before they got knocked off. I, I... I don't think I'm very comfortable saying anyone's bad, like really, really bad. Uh, but I have concerns about Atlanta. <laughs> hmm. Started Matt Ryan maybe yeah. in, in a league or, <laughs> or two, kind of like that matchup. Uh, they scored six points. They didn't uh, didn't dent the end zone. I don't know what how. Can you imagine how happy people are in Philly today? Thrilled because you don't know. It's like Jalen hurts a guy, right? I mean. You, mm. you have to hope, and they, they're a coach. I mean, like you're ready to freak out if, if things go sideways. You don't know. He's done some things, talk about rock, paper, scissors, and whatever else in Philadelphia. Yeah. People looking around going, what do we got here? Uh, oh, he's 1-0. All right. Arthur Smith cool. just flat out is like, I didn't have the guys ready. It's like, well, yeah, that's, that's, not that's, a good that's, it's a tough one. You had all off season. I mean, I think yeah. he's, a, I think that's a low-key dude, and I, I appreciate the approach. We've talked about this a lot through the years what in basketball the old analogy is, is you know you only have to slide your ass down 18 inches when you're the head coach mm-hmm. but there's a lot that comes with those 18 inches when you slide down one to the left or to the right and you're the head you're the head coach um i think being a coordinator is one thing and running the show is an entirely different deal and I don't know. There's a bunch of new, there was a bunch of new uh, first year guys that got wins on Sunday, yeah. uh, but that, that, that Atlanta game was just jarring just because I don't know. People were excited to see what's Pitt's going to do and probably throw it a bunch and uh, six points. And uh, every take time I Pitt to, take Pitts in your fantasy draft and take him third round. It's great. <laughs> it's one game in maybe, maybe he you're, will you're putting out a, you're putting out a draft guide next year. That's what we're doing. You're going to put out a guide. I might as well. I know as much as I the know. rest of these chuckleheads, these, these bozos that talk about. And actually, I, I respect them all. But I. But the point is, you don't know. Nobody knows. It's all guessing. Yeah, but you know what they say? What? You can't overcome an 0-1 start in fantasy football. Is that true? That's, That's interesting. Because last year, last year in the league with the fellas, I lost week one. <laughs> I can't. Who won that league? I'm having a hard time remembering. Oh, I was, that was actually me. All those fantasy guys who told you, get Trey Sermon. That's who you want with San Francisco. Trey Sermon, he's going to overtake Mostert. Mostert, who we like, came on our pod right after that giant game against Green Bay and unfortunately got hurt, got a chip in the knee, going to be out for eight weeks, which is such a bummer. It works his butt off to get back out there. But, uh, oh, wow, Trey Sermon, I got a chance. Healthy scratch yesterday. Some dude from Louisiana that nobody knew was going to be the guy is the guy. Oh, mm. Thanks for your draft guide that I paid a hundred bucks for on the internet interwebs that didn't have any idea. Cause you don't know who knows. No one knows nothing. Scott Van Pelt's fantasy football guide. I'm not defying the odds. I don't know anything. No, but you know what I'll do? I'll send out a hundred email uh, notifications that tell you how you can dominate your league. So let me get this straight. I'm going to tell you how to dominate your league. 
Every guy in your league reads it, and I give a, quote, perfect draft for every draft slot from 1 through 12. Then how does anybody mm. dominate anything? They're all armed with the exact same information. No one's. I got it. They gave me an A plus on my fantasy draft. I do like to brag about that. In the league, <laughs> in the league where I got an A plus in my draft, I scored the fewest points in the league, and we'll be drafting uh, first in the waivers. Again, no one cares about this. Steve's got another pod to do. Despite my poor start in fantasy, I'm not in a bad mood. I don't hate anything. Um, is there anything that no. you'd like to, to tell our? No, you're in a good space too. Uh yeah. Love that. Travis, do you hate anything? Steve and I have lengthy lists. Talking about this guy or this thing or this whatever. Once a week. One thing a week. Here's what I hate. Yeah, I hate Oregon. <laughs> I hate defense. <laughs> I hate, I hate about, runs to the you- short side of the field. How about Combs? Where are you with Combs? Because your fan base isn't doing great with him. I'm not at eleven warrior eleven warriors uh, hatred right now, but we're we're getting there, Scott. We're getting there. All right, I haven't. I have. I, I like those people. Eleven warriors. Shout out Coast to Club. the eleven warriors. They got to be know. pumping out content. Uh, they they do a great job. They have a passionate fan base. Calm down. <laughs> all right, relax. Yeah. It, listen, all of you all. You you have lived in this space. You, Clemson, Bama, mostly that's it. Oklahoma, certainly in the mix, although you've had some weird losses and you guys get sideways. But you guys almost <laughs> never – you hadn't lost a home game in like 20-something games, okay? You go, to, you go to the playoff all the time. You get great recruits. Your coach is awesome. You have a great stadium, the whole bit. Everything's great. You lose a game. It's, it's September, all right? Play some Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's the happiest song in the world. Listen to September. The worst, though, is losing the noon game because then your day's just ruined. That's true. You lose a night game, you just start You just start swilling the bourbon. You lose a day. You day drink from like 3.30 on. You're just ugly drunk by dinner. The sun's still out, and you're like, Bleh. and then you hostile, hostile, hammered and hostile, right? That's where we were there last week. You lose that, and it's and it's one of those noon window games that lingers for like four hours. It takes forever. Well, yeah, because it didn't start on time, as Steve has let us know. But we need they we need do. hammered and hostile T-shirts or something, Scott. They they start a little later over there on the on on Fox. They just like to get their money's worth with the pregame stuff. So that's fine. Everybody's got their own approach. Um, but that's uh, uh, there we go. So I hate Oregon is the out from uh, our producer. We don't. Hey, uh, Neil, my my dear friend Neil Everett went there. It made him happy. If it makes Neil happy, uh, then I'm good with it. And Buckeye fans, just be, be come for God's sake. You've had precious few days like this. Um, sometimes, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you have to take that L. Anything else, Steve? Nope. Steve's frozen again. Steve's Dana White again. I'm here. Oh, there he is. When Steve freezes on the Zoom, it looks like we're talking to Dana White. Shout to, shout, to, shout to Dana. Wish I had his wallet. Yeah, I was going to say, if you did, I, I would not be talking to you because you'd be you'd be elsewhere. Uh, that's the end of SV Pod for this week. Hope everybody else has a great week. Uh, we'll see you throughout the week on SportsCenter Thursday night for winners. And uh, remember to play the extras because they're uh, the extras uh, this year are six and one.
Oh, wait, before we, before we go, uh, we got to tell you the, about Stephen Bear. They have a podcast. It's called, I don't know what it's called. I, it's actually a joke. It's called Stanford Stephen the Bear. Great content on college football, gambling picks, the whole bit. I just always have to act like I don't pay attention because uh, it, it grinds his gears, chaps his ass a whole bit. All right, that's, that's a good way to end the podcast. Go listen to another podcast. What else are you going to do?